Welcome to the Runners Who Wine podcast. I'm your co-host, Nicole, a certified personal trainer, runner, and self-proclaimed wine connoisseur. And with me is the always amazing Anne-Marie. She's a DVRT master instructor, fellow runner, and wine lover. This podcast is your jam if you're looking for authentic, unfiltered product reviews, information on all things running, and real talk regarding everything that fuels our runs, including a big old glass of wine. So pour yourself a glass and let's get started. Hello, Anne. Hi, hi, Nicole. I've missed you. I've missed you too. It's been too long. It's been too long, and also, like, we're the worst. We were like, we're back with season two, and we're going to bring you an episode every two weeks, and then we definitely didn't do that. No, we didn't. We failed hard. We failed hard. We had a lot. We had a lot going on. You were on vacation, and then you got super sick, and then you got hit with a snowstorm, (laughs) and we couldn't record because there was no Wi-Fi, but now, now we're back. And yes, we're, we're finally back. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna actually get into the season now. Well, I'm excited. Um, hopefully, we'll keep it more consistent. And uh, I probably jinxing it because where I live, there's always snow until May. But yeah, it, the weather's been absolutely horrific to the point where like I have my kids have barely been in school, and it's just been insane. So that's crazy. Yeah. But um, how are things down in Texas? Probably a lot warmer, right? Actually, we have a freeze warning today. What? Like starting tonight. Yeah. And Will and, <laughs> Will and I last weekend. So we have we have a crazy March ahead of us. We have a lot of people mm-hmm. visiting. Sure. So we've been wanting to do the f- landscaping in the front yard. Um, so last weekend it was really nice out. It was like sixties. We were like, let's go get our plants and plant them this weekend. So then everything will be nice when people come and visit in March. Mm -hmm. So we did that. Like it was a beautiful weekend, like perfect weather. And now we have a freeze warning. Like I shouldn't complain because I know you guys have it way worse, but it's going to be in like the high twenties and like tomorrow high 20s high 20s yeah which is crazy for austin for march yeah um but i'm like well crap we just planted all these rose bushes and stuff and now they're gonna die hopefully are they like is there anything you can do i'm terrible i have a i have a black thumb so i i I do too i cannot keep any house plants alive i've tried like my mom was like get this one it's super easy to take care of and i'm like is it mom i i (sighs) honestly i don't know how my dogs are alive like i I can't keep things alive um i feel you because i i do have ivy plants that are almost they'll be a year old in may but that's like i don't know how that happened i'm pretty sure like my cleaning lady watered them when I wasn't looking. <laughs> <laughs> I have this one plant. My mom got me a peace lily plant as a housewarming when Will and oh. I moved into this house. Yeah. And peace lilies are supposed to be super easy to take care of. So I had it downstairs in our kitchen for a while and it was doing really well. But then when we got Kevin, he started to eat it. <laughs> I just can't, st- I can't hear you say his name without laughing. I don't know why. <laughs> Sorry. So I, Kevin's my dog, by the way, for anyone that's new to this podcast, not my child. Um, <laughs> so I moved the plant up to my office and I had to put it in a bigger pot at one point because it was actually growing and doing really well that I had to put it in a bigger pot. I was so proud of myself. But ever since I put it in the new pot and I brought it up to my office, it hasn't been doing so great. Oh, man. So if any of you guys have tips on keeping things alive, 
I also have succulents like around the house and succulents are supposed to be super low maintenance and like really easy. They're all dead. Yeah. All of them. Oh no. I know. I just, I can't. I'm terrible. How did you kill your succulents? I, I don't know. If I knew, they'd be alive. Okay. Fair. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, so we just did some gardening in the front yard. Um, I don't know. I mean, I have my fingers crossed, but. Right. Yeah, I don't know. We might have to like Ugh. cover them with blankets or something and hope that they don't die because they haven't like taken root yet. They've only been planted for a week. Anyway. That's so frustrating. I can't believe it's going to be that cold. No, I mean, it's honestly probably about the same right here, but obviously we're covered in snow right now and it's, you know, we've been hammered with like just like storm after storm after storm. So we don't expect any sort of spring anytime soon like that. Puxatani Phil's a liar. <laughs> it's a damn liar. Yeah, it's been lo- like usually it starts to get nice in February in Austin. It's been pretty chilly. Yeah. So uh, other than that, uh, I mean, I've been trying. I did a few races. I did one in February. I'm going to do one in March. But um, I'm like, I've got a crazy busy month as far as like traveling and my- both of my kids' birthdays are in March. So it's just oh, cool. been. My birthday is in March too. March. Oh yeah, that's right. I don't know how I forgot that. Yeah, big, all of my favorite people month. have March birthdays. Yeah, I have my first race of the year next weekend as well. Ooh, so, what is it? Fill me it, in. Uh, it's a 10k. It's the Zuma uh, Texas Lost Pines 10k. There's a half marathon as well, but um, as I mentioned on the blog, and I actually just wrote a as I mentioned on the podcast, I should say, and I just mentioned it on the blog, but I'm scaling back on some distance racing for a, a bit to get yeah. my, you know, just focus on a different sure. distance and also spend less time training. Um, but yeah, so I'm doing a 10K next weekend. Uh, should be hopefully fun. Hopefully the weather's better. Yeah, I hope so for you too. I hope it's a little warmer because I'm sure that would feel like quite a shock. Yeah. To run in something, you know, if you're used to something a little bit warmer. I know. As I've mentioned before, I'm like, I'm such a baby now. I used to run in like snowstorms in New York City. And now I'm like, 40 degrees. Uh, I'm going to skip my run today. Well, you know. Or I'll run on the treadmill, which is what we're going to be talking about today. But before we get to that, we have so much to catch up on that I just want to chat for a bit. How was your trip to Disney with your family? Um, it was a lot of fun, more fun than I expected. Um, yeah, we fast pass. We did it all like really like no holds bar as far as like our itinerary is concerned. We kind of, we did club level. We got fast passes for everything. We didn't wait in line. So that's the only way I would do it. I don't know how people wait in line for like an hour and 20 minutes for a ride. I don't have that type of patience. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was good. We had a lot of fun. It wasn't terribly warm, which was fine for me because I'm allergic to the sun. So yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. And then how um, are your races that you did? You just I only did. Yeah, I just had one. It was, um, oh, I got second place in my age group. Uh, That's amazing. Thank you. I mean, it wasn't huge and I didn't run that fast, but for my first race of the year and not like training to, you know, for, especially for speed, like I do some interval workouts on the treadmill, which we'll be talking about, but um, I don't, I haven't been like pushing myself too hard. So I was pretty proud of myself. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, and then uh, 
yeah, there's just a lot of things coming up. Oh, yeah, I've been working on my basement too. Speaking of treadmills, I'm redoing my basement and my home gym. So I saw in your Instagram story, it sounds like it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward. You're to doing like it new lighting done. and mirrors and like big floor area. Yeah, it wasn't. It just hasn't. It's like so dark and damp and yucky and it's like I don't know it's just depressing to go down there and I I have like nice gym equipment in like a really crappy place (laughs) so like I live in a nice house but my basement is it's sad so um yeah I've been redoing that and hopefully if my plans come to fruition I'll I'm gonna like sheetrock one wall and hang a tv and I have a ninja coffee maker that I've never used and I'm going to make a little coffee bar down there so I can, yeah, just kind of like, you know, like where's the coffee? Oh, it's in the basement. That's where all my gym equipment is. Now I got to work out. (laughs) That's a good little trick. Yeah. Right. You're down there. It's staring at you, guilting you. Yes. It's like now you have energy. It's time to work out. See? And that, yeah, exactly. Smart. You're a trickster. I am. (laughs) Sure am. So let's have you been doing a lot of treadmill running since it's been colder there? I've been doing a mix. Um it's the weather is actually like it's a really nice temperature this time of year. Like I prefer a little colder running than like hot mm-hmm. running. Like in the summer it's really hard to run here because it's just so like I end up walking almost every run that I do outside in the summer because it's just so hot. Um so I do, I've been doing treadmill runs a little bit recently because it's been kind of rainy. Okay. Um, and I don't mind them. I feel like I have a, a few tricks up my sleeve to make them more enjoyable. Oh. Care to share? Uh, of course. But first I want to share what wine I'm drinking. Oh, yes. I forgot. How <gasps> did you forget? I don't know. I'm not drinking wine today. Is that weird? Anne-Marie. I know. It's like part of the podcast. I know. I'm sorry. I failed you all. Go get um, yourself drunk. Now. <laughs> now. <laughs> um, I think the last wine I drank was – actually, you know what? No. Google ahead and talk. I'm going to recommend a wine that somebody recommended to me, but you talk first. Okay. Well, I am drinking a wine called 19 Crimes. Oh, I love that one. Yeah. It's, um, it's like – I don't know if it's like blowing up or if it's just that like I really like it and I know a lot of my friends really like it, but I know they have some cool advertising and stuff, but um, yeah, it's 19 Crimes. I think it's Australian. Yeah. So, um, and it's a Pinot Noir and I'll read the little description. They, They have a pretty cool like background to their wines. So, 19 crimes turned criminals into colonists. Upon conviction, British rogues guilty of those crimes were sentenced to Australia rather than death. This punishment by transportation began in 1788, and many of the lawless died at sea. The rough-hewn prisoners who reached Australia lived in servitude under the lash. Pioneers in frontier penal colony, they forged a new country and new lives, brick by brick. This 2017 Pinot Noir celebrates the rules they broke and the culture they built. Wow. So, so I've actually I've actually had that wine and it is really good. Yeah, and I think And can't you do like the little um 
the thing where like the label talks if yeah, you download the app? There's some sort of app you can download and scan the label and it comes to life. So there's a picture of a prisoner on the front of the label. And mm-hmm. I think when you scan it, he like starts talking to you and like tells you his history yeah. and stuff. It's pretty cool. Yeah, he does. I've, I don't have it, but my, um, my in-law, one of my sister-in-law had the app on her phone and she, they had it at Sunday dinner one time and she showed it to me. So that's awesome. That was really cool. Yeah. So, um, I'm going to totally, you're like, I might get my wino status revoked for me, but, um, so I was talking to somebody the other day, actually on Instagram, um, one of my Instagram friends and they were asking what type of wines I liked. And I said, white or red or white. And I said, red, and I usually drink dry red now. That's what I've been drinking this winter. And he asked me if I had a Brecca ganache. Grenache? How do you mm. say that? Probably Grenache because um, no. ganache is Grenache. like chocolate. Right. <laughs> I was like, wait, am I, am I confused or stupid? Um, yeah. So I don't know. That was something he recommended to me. I have yet to try it. I don't know what it is, but it sounds yummy. So awesome. There you go. Always down for a recommendation. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. No, but no wine for me today, unfortunately. Sad face. Bummer. I know. So back to running on the treadmills. Yeah. Uh, So I have been running on the treadmill quite a bit lately because it's been rainy and gross. Um, And I have a few tricks and also some like other treadmill running tips that don't necessarily have to do with like a workout. Okay. But um I think so a lot of people the treadmill gets a lot of like gets hate, a bad hate. rep, right? Yeah, for sure. Like, I I know like I prefer running outside. Like I'll always if it's a nice day, I'd always choose running outside over running on the treadmill. <clears throat> but I don't mind the treadmill, especially if I have like a good show that I want to catch up on. Yes. Um I'll put that on and I'll either do like a steady pace and then like sprint during the commercials just to like mix it up. Oh. Um or like change up the hills, like the incline during the commercials just to like change up the monotony, but right. I love putting on a good show, especially right now the bachelor's on and I got roped back into watching it and I'm not mad about it. But I apologize. <laughs> it's a great show to watch on the treadmill. Um, you could also do like games with a show like that, where like every time you see the rose, you sprint for a minute or something like that. That's interesting. I didn't think about it. I mean, I've I definitely use shows to like occupy my time while I'm on the treadmill, but I haven't thought about playing games or sprinting during commercials. That's actually a really good idea. Yeah, they're usually like I mean, three minutes tops the length of the commercial break. So if you can maybe not do like an all out fast as you can, sprint, right, but yeah. like, but like increase, you know, go from a 6.0 to a 7.0 for three minutes. I think that's probably doable, you yeah, know, depending on just your Just take it pace. up a little bit so yeah. you're not going all out sprinting, but you're increasing the pace. I mean, three minutes is a long time to, I think, go too, way too fast. So definitely like do do it wisely maybe go up like 0.1 or 0.2 until you feel comfortable and then the next time maybe take it up like another point or something yeah or every commercial like go up a little higher so like the first 30 seconds you're at that's a good idea 6.5 and then like the next 30 seconds you're at 6.7 and then maybe there's like a 15 second commercial that you do a big burst for that's a good idea yeah especially if you um 
I, I mean, watching something is um, one way that I pass the time. I also, like you're talking about doing some sprint intervals, I like to do, like, if, it, if I'm short on time but I need to use the treadmill and I, I like, want it to be a purposeful workout. I don't want to, like, hop on and just, like, wah, 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 for, like, you know, 20 minutes. Yeah. So I try to make the most of the time that I have. So I'll do you know, intervals, like you're talking about, maybe two minutes fast, one minute slow, or if you're new to sprint intervals, one minute fast, two minutes slow. And then um, I'll either do it for like 24 minutes or 27 minutes, or you can go up to like, you know, 30 minutes if, you know, you have enough time. Um, Just, but just breaking it up helps. I've been using the Peloton app and they have running workouts on there that you can follow along on the treadmill, even if you don't have a Peloton treadmill. And, um, that's been interesting because it's like there's somebody talking to you. It's not just like you like, all right, fine, I'll like go up, you know, after two minutes and then bring it back down. It's like there's other motivation going on and there's somebody like, you know, it's a guided running workout. Yeah, it's like a little class. I, I yeah. have a Nordic track treadmill and the first year it came with the iFit trainer, which I think is similar to Peloton. Yeah, I, ha- I have that on my treadmill as well. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it'll automatically like change your speed or change your uh, hill incline based on yep. the workout, which is pretty cool. Um, it actually just expired and I've been debating whether or not I want to sign up for it again or do something like Peloton uh, or Peloton, however you pronounce it. I don't I'm actually terrible. know how to say it. Yeah, I think you're right. right. I think it's Peloton, and I'm just lazy. All right, but um, <laughs> it's your yeah, it's those... your like random accents coming through. Yeah, <laughs> but those classes are cool because um, you have someone you know guiding it, and it almost motivates you a little more. You want to be able to keep up with the class. Um, yes. There are also there's a thing called Zwift, which I recently reviewed on my blog and it's a little foot pod and it comes with oh, an yeah. app and you can run like with other people, like in, like you have a little avatar and oh. you're running with other people that are actually running at that same time on their treadmill. That's cool. So you see the avatar, so you can kind of like, you can plan to meet with like a friend and actually try to keep, you know, run with them and keep up with right, them. Right, right, yeah. Um, they have events like, planned 5Ks or 10Ks or stuff like that. And I think they do some training runs too. Um, And it'll tell you like when to pick up the speed and when to pick up the incline and stuff like that, which is pretty neat. That is pretty cool. I don't know how I missed that review of yours on your blog. I've literally been like, I don't even know where I've been, but not on my computer. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I'm trying to think of other tricks. I was thinking, oh, I break it up a lot of the times and I may have mentioned this in previous podcasts. I'll do like a mile and then do a strength circuit and then do another mile and do a strength circuit. So, um, I mean, breaking, if you don't have to do like a specific amount of mileage, that's it, but you want to run and you have to run inside, that's a, a suggestion. Yeah. The workouts like that are great. And it's also good to do like total body, um, yeah, I think, I think the key to making your treadmill workout successful and not, you know, hating the treadmill so much is doing something to break it up, whether it's running and then getting off and doing a strength circuit or running like slow and then increasing your pace and then decreasing your pace or Mm -hmm. increasing your incline and decreasing your incline. Like just breaking it up into smaller interval chunks is really helpful. I think in making it like more fun because then you're not just like running in one place at one pace for half an hour or whatever you're doing 
you're like you only have a minute at a time or two minutes at a time and it makes it much more enjoyable I think uh I totally agree um but what about when the times were like you have to do a long run on the treadmill yeah and I've had that I think the longest I've I know you've run like super far in the treadmill I think the longest I've ever done I think I've done 11 miles and yeah I mean it's not easy I tend to pick a movie or like a like and an entertaining movie not a slow pace like I mean not that slow pace movies are not entertaining they can be but I tend to pick like upbeat like quick and easy movies like I don't want to have to pay a ton of attention to it right um I think when I did my 11 mile run I ran to Toy Story (laughs) oh god that's too funny um but um and I th- I think it's kind of the same. I think you can still break it up a little bit with like how you're fueling or with what you're watching or what you're listening to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, don't feel bad with like stopping every couple of miles and just doing a little stretch, jumping off to get some water. Right. You know, you don't have to like stay on it the entire time. No, I, I agree. And um, I've done the same thing. I did my longest treadmill run was 16 miles and that was I believe while I was marathon training um and I I do better in the cold than I do in the heat so I I was marathon training during the summer and it must have just been like a disgusting day out or really humid or something and I was like screw it I'm doing the treadmill instead um and I I broke that I think I don't judge me um I think I watched like I binged on like a Kardashian amazing marathon or whatever it was but like I it just helped pass the time for some stupid reason I became invested in it it may have even been Real Housewives it was like really something like trash TV oh trash reality show I mean it's the the bachelor it's the best for treadmill treadmill. it's the best (laughs) or like HGTV it's so good um, I just like because there's a little bit of a storyline with like either the keeping up with the Kardashians or like you know Real Housewives because you can it keeps it makes you want to watch the next show and like the whatever is going on. So I've binge watched stuff like that um, when I've done longer runs and like you said, stopping to break it up. Like I might, I mean, I don't remember totally stopping, but I may have slowed it down a little bit. Or even if you do stop for a second, just to fuel like. Yeah. And, and I do this when I'm, and I told you this before, when I run longer distances outside, I will treat, quote unquote, treat myself and I'll break my fueling up like every two miles. Yeah. So like I have something to look forward to. Um, and I do that on the treadmill too. It might be like, okay, every four miles I can like, you know, stop for two minutes, make sure there's a plan. Don't do it like haphazardly, like stop for two minutes, fuel, get a drink of water and go back to it. So like you have some, it's breaking it up mentally, even if you're just stopping for two minutes at a time, you know? Also, I, I've never done this because I like to just kind of get it done all at once. But I know a few people that when they have a long run and it's bad weather out and they have to do it on the treadmill, they'll break up their run. So I think we discussed this on another episode, but if you're doing your long run, as long as you get all your miles in within like a 24 hour span, mm-hmm. it'll have the same effect on you, whether you're doing it all at once in like two hours or whether you break it up throughout the day. So if you have like a 16 mile run, right, and the thought of doing all of that on the treadmill all at once just like horrifies you or you just, <laughs> you know, don't have the time to do it, maybe um, do eight in the morning and eight in the evening. 
mm-hmm. and then it'll be like yeah. maybe that'll feel a little better or you can do like four miles and then take an hour break and then four miles and take an hour break as long as you're getting all those miles in within a certain time frame your training is still going to be fine yeah I um I've done it before what I've more done it for Ragnar training but um I've broken my miles up like I've okay I'm I just don't have the time today and it's been a crazy week but I need to get my miles in so I'll do like five in the morning and then like five later at night or something like that um, yeah or in the afternoon or whatever. I, it doesn't happen very often because I may like, I want to get it done. I don't want this on my, like, I don't want to have to like the pressure right. <laughs> of it. You know what I mean? But I've had to do it before and I've definitely done double runs, like double long runs um, for Ragnar training and it's doable. I think the important thing with something like that is making sure that you're hydrating in between, you're fueling properly and you, you're, you're going to roll out or stretch because if you were to do like four miles and two hours later, do another four miles, your, your legs might feel tight. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? It's that would, that really mimics a Ragnar. And I'll tell you something that middle of the night run is not that much fun. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. And then I think other, like if you're running on a treadmill for like, if you want to run outside but the weather is what's prohibiting you um I've heard that if you put the treadmill on like a one percent incline yes it helps mimic a little better like the resistance that you would feel on the road outside versus like running at a zero percent so I tend to do that if I'm gonna just run like a easy run but on the treadmill yeah, I, I think it's usually recommended, even in the Peloton app, they'll be like, I'm keeping my incline at a 1% because it mimics the road better. So that's generally, that's like general advice. Like when you're running on the treadmill, keep it at a 1% so that you're not, you're not going to, it'll feel more like you're running outside. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. And then other like not related to what type of workout you can do, but if you, um, set up a mirror in front of your treadmill or like my treadmill is right in front of a window so I can kind of see my reflection if I'm running early in the morning or late at night yeah just so you can kind of like check in on your form make sure you're not like hunched forward or leaning back too far Mm -hmm. you know make sure your shoulders aren't like coming up by your ears make sure your arms are swinging properly um that you're you know picking up your feet and not just like shuffling along um all that kind of stuff it kind of helps to keep you in check yeah for sure um that's funny that you say that because one of the things I have my basement is so my gym rather the area where my treadmill is is so good right now but I have like you know like those mirrors that you get when you go to college and you like hang up on the back of your door like those long ones Mm -hmm. I have like three of those in a row and that's my mirror (laughs) in my gym in my basement right now my gym um so part of it is like I'm gonna have like a whole area which is gonna do like more floor work and when I'm gonna do like like sandbag and kettlebell work and stuff like that but where my treadmill is and then I have a rowing machine and my spin bike I also want to put mirrors there because being able to check my form while I'm running is really important and I haven't had that so yeah um it's it's something that I've been lacking and that I've been wanting and if you do have the opportunity to run on a treadmill um and it's near a mirror just like Nicole said glance over and do a form check every few you know every mile or so yeah because I mean Obviously, unlike the road, the treadmill is propelling you forward because it's constantly moving. And your form is different when you yeah have something kind of helping you along. So 
yeah, just check to make sure that you're in good shape. For sure. Also moving like to the back of the treadmill and then forward again to kind of practice your stride so that you're not just constantly staying at the front of the treadmill. That helps break things up too. Like every now and then I'll just let myself like float to the back and then kind of surge forward and then float to the back and surge forward. And that's kind of Mm -hmm. a good way to work on your form and also break up the monotony. Yeah, for sure. I, I tend to like hug the, the like console. Like, I don't know why it's just, I'm like scared of falling off. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It must be look ridiculous. So I need to work. That's something I personally know I need to work on, but like, those are little things too. Like if you're going to run on the treadmill and you're not outside and you're, you're having like the same, you know, your road road, so to speak, isn't slanted and all that stuff. It is a good time to work on your form, to do a form check and, and maybe work on some of your weaknesses like that. Totally. And there are also a lot of other things you can do with a treadmill besides just run. You can do like side shuffles. You can walk backwards up a hill, like different things to work, different muscles and challenge yourself in different ways. Um, I learned some of these things through that iFit app through some of the workouts that they have, but you can put your treadmill on like slow and then use the force of your muscles to try to kind of propel the belt to go faster. Oh, okay. Use that resistance to like push it. Interesting. Um, and then yeah, like side shuffles, um, skipping, and these are all things you do at like a slower pace. Right. Of course. Not like your running pace. But and going backwards is like really challenging, but really Honestly, good. I don't know if I'd be able to try it. I'm sure I'd probably fall off. I'm not the most coordinated human in the world. I am not either. But again, you can like you can have that mirror to like watch yourself and like see the belt, but also like hold sure. on, hold on to the arms of the treadmill until you're comfortable. Like take one hand Safety off at a first. time and then take both hands off. Don't right. like push yourself like to do something uncomfortable right away. Like you don't have to go ham from the right, right. No. Uh, and then another tip that I heard recently, and I don't do this, but now that I've heard this tip, I'm like, I should probably do that. But if you have your own treadmill and you do run on it pretty regularly, one of the things to like maintain it and keep it like going as long as possible, like keeping your treadmill in good shape is to have a specific pair of shoes that you wear on the treadmill that you don't wear outside. So that you're not tracking in dirt or like if you live in a place like Syracuse, like the salt that gets stuck in your shoes or sand if you, you know, run by a beach or whatever. um, So that all that stuff doesn't get stuck in the belt of the treadmill. Um, You can just have your own pair of treadmill shoes. Wow. I didn't, I don't know why I didn't think of that. Honestly, I had this, and this isn't related necessarily to it being specific to the treadmill, but I had this discussion the other day about like having multiple pairs of shoes and rotating them. Like I don't do that. And I really oh, should. You like, should. I, should have I, I do do that. Oh, like no for my, like, yeah. but I don't have a pair of treadmill shoes and I feel like I should. I know I need a new pair of shoes right now. Um, And uh, mine are just like, they're, they're like a year old and I've put more miles on them than I should have at this point and I need a new pair. But um, yeah, I think I'm going to go shoe shopping and get like a treadmill pair and a r- outside pair because, and then maybe like just 
you know, another pair even just to rotate um, those shoes because it's, I don't know. I don't know why I don't do that. I should. Yeah. I, I've always had multiple pairs. I think it's helpful. Yeah, it is. And I don't know. I mean, I have other ones that I could wear, but they're not like, I'm not using them consistently enough. Do you know? They're not like, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, what else? What else you got? Any more treadmill tips? I think. Um, usually I'll plan some sort of like, this is just me always, but like I always think about what I'm going to eat after. So yes. What's that reward that you're working toward? Right. Yeah. I'm just like, hmm, okay, I'm going to have this to eat. I'm going to fuel with this and or whatever it is, whether it's a smoothie or usually I run in the morning. So I like to eat a big breakfast after. Yeah. Kind of motivates me. Oh, there are also with, I don't know if Peloton has this, but the iFit trainer does where you can run like in a location, like it'll pull up on your screen, mm-hmm. a location and they have like a trainer that you can follow along with, or you can plug in on your map, like where you want to run. And then it'll change the incline for you based on where you're running. So mm-hmm. when I first got my treadmill, I plugged in my old neighborhood in Brooklyn and oh, I ran cool. through it and it was pretty cool. Like it's just a little screen and you're obviously not yeah. actually there, but it's like the old, like cool paths you can run in, like run all over the world. And it's just something nice to look at. And- something different instead of just like a TV, you know, yeah. it gives you some scenery. Um, You can also just, you can plug in like race routes. Cause I did that with the Syracuse half before. And oh, smart. Yeah. To train. Um, so like if you kind of want, yeah, to specifically train for the route and you know when the, you know, like, all right, mile three and a half, that's when the elevation's coming or whatever it is. Um, so I mean, that's something you could do if your treadmill allows for that. I haven't done that in a very long time with mine because I didn't, I don't pay for the iFit subscription anymore since I do pay for Peloton and I use their app as far as like, you know, workouts, like running workouts or spin workouts or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But if you have the, you know, the ability to do it, it's definitely very cool. Yeah. Um, trying to think. I don't know if I have any other, you know, other than like, <laughs> putting your coffee in the basement so that you're down there already and (laughs) it's going to force you to run. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I have, I, I have a bunch of uh, treadmill workouts on my blog. I'm sure you do too. Yeah. Um, All different kinds. Like I have a hill endurance workout. I have lists of boredom busting treadmill workouts, speed workouts, strength and speed workouts. Um, So if you need some inspiration, you can check, those out um on both of our blogs and i'll link some of them in the blog post too when we share this episode yes, so same yeah 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 so if you're looking for some we'll have them uh posted in the show notes and also on our blogs so be sure to check those out yay sounds good well um i hope that it warms up for you down there same to you. I mean, I yeah, know I always feel I always feel bad complaining to you. I'm like, it's gonna be 20, and you're like, uh, it's been negative 25 for weeks. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think. What is it right now? Uh, it's actually 28. So okay, where so are you? wait, I have you. I think I have Austin in my. Maybe it's not. like 40 right now, but okay. Overnight, oh yeah, 43. It says, but it says it's gonna get down to 28. Yeah. So. 
Brr. Brutal. So that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is here right now is 28. Um, and we're only down to 20 degrees. It uh, looks like tomorrow. No, I lied. Tomorrow we're down to 12. So oh, there must be a cold snap coming through. Yeah. Oh, well. Sounds like a treadmill day to me. Um, yeah. So it will be a treadmill day. What am I going to do? Tomorrow's workout, I might do a jump rope workout tomorrow with some upper body and then Tuesday's treadmill for mm, sure. That sounds for good. Sure. Might have to copy you there. Yeah. But anyway, thanks for listening, guys. We promise to be better about posting this podcast on a regular schedule. So I'm going to say that we are going to be back in two weeks. Yes. Because that's our goal. And we want to, we want to, we're all about those goals. We're going to achieve them. We're going to be back in two weeks. As always, let us know what you want to hear. Shoot us a message, uh, email, or reach out to us on social. Send us wine. Send us wine. Give us more recommendations. Anne Marie's going to go find that wine that her friend recommended, and she's going to be drinking it next week. Girl, (laughs) you're going to drink it. All right. Oh, only because of peer pressure. I'm like, Amory's <laughs> making me drink alone. I'm joking. Like, here I am. I have to follow line. Oh, sitting here recording this podcast. No. Getting wasted. Amory's like, are you even speaking English, Nicole? I'm the one over here like, la, la, la. la. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, All right. We'll see you again in two weeks. See you in two weeks. Adios. Bye. Be sure to check out the show notes for everything we chatted about today. And for more from me, Nicole, check out fitfulfocus.com and from Anne-Marie at thefitfoodiemama.com. And for any questions, you can email us at runnerswhowine, that's wine like the beverage, at gmail.com.